This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Shit was weird. It's like before LeBron, you know, started. Yeah, before LeBron. Yeah. I mean, but we need that. It's um, what? It's almost 2020. How long LeBron been playing? Because D-, D. Wade's washing old, about to be out of there. Melo's out of there. Uh, that whole little class, that, that little era is over. That's true. Nug- <laughs> Nuggets is nice, and we lined up to be the, the next. Yeah, shout out to the Nuggets. Y'all doing really well. I'm with it. I'm with it. Dave, we back, bruh. Hey, it's 2019. This is the Life is Dope podcast. I'm Graffiti. And I'm Davey. It's been a minute. We left y'all, but we are back. Happy holiday, new year, all that good shit. We back. Um, we got some guests in the building, but they're not even guests. These are our bros. It's the, the, the back end of Life is Dope. It's more than just me and Dave. Y'all don't see these two, but y'all will a lot. Y'all want to go ahead and let the people know who the fuck y'all are? Hey, it's Jay Carey, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all know me, y'all see me around That nigga be here a lot And I go by A-Fox Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Period <laughs> right. But no, nah, that's John and Fox, man They the bros Produ- Later in the episode, we're gonna let you know why that's important uh, Producer Julius, how you how are you feeling? Hey, back in the building Hey, hey, we back, we back Man, we got hella shit to talk about, bro Man, it's, it's really a lot You got you got a docket or we just going? No I don't. I, don't have a I got a lot of shit, but I don't really know where to start. I'll start with this. This is not an R. Kelly episode. I just wanted to make that clear out the gate. Of course, we're going to talk about the subject, but every damn podcast this week has been the R. Kelly podcast. But we're going to talk bigger than just R. Kelly. Hey, that's what. Uh, uh, that's what she said. See, look, toxic already. No, okay. <laughs> no I was saying that's um, that's what's been in the news circuit is R. Kelly. Yeah, well, we wouldn't be a good podcast if we didn't get straight to the shit. Y'all want to talk about Baby Shark? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> what, what about Baby Shark? The fact that it's like number 30 on the billboard or something? Is it? I didn't even, know, I didn't even know that. Well, we, we all have phones. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> we, we all have phones. Bro, they making bread off Baby Who the fuck started Baby Shark? I don't know. I still to this day don't know. Like, my, my kid's been listening to it forever, but now it's like, if you... Some lady in her kitchen... Beating her baby came up with some melody. With Eat it like shark, and then came up with it. What the hell, bro? They got like one billion really on something views on YouTube. It, it really is on the charts. Even the remix, like the little spoof remix, is like a hit song now for real. Wow. Yeah, it's number thirty-two on the oh on the God. Hot One Hundred. <laughs> yo, yo, like. <laughs> I guess, man. What we got to do to get a baby shark bag, man? Like that's why. That's why I get why people take that lane of just kids songs and kids records because it just it's never going away. That's insane. Is it fung? Pink that, fung. Pink. You got to talk in the mic. Pink fung. <laughs> F O N G. That's a little that's box it. that comes on before that song. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the. Uh, that's who made it. I'm gonna see the label, the publishing, or oh my god, we're, we're really talking about, about this. Like it's like 
We got kids. <laughs> Holy <nigga>. shit! <laughs> but it's on. It's number thirty. It ain't even that we got kids. Like the shit is like actually a legit. This shit's a, a, a real hit. Yeah, like, it's a top fifty record right now. Baby kids Shark. done got their number one. Bro. I know, like Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Wow. Tiger. Tiger had the best cut. Let's talk about huh? it. Huh? Huh? I mean, man, coke rants are crazy. That's whoa, crazy. y'all saying big soldier on coke? Allegedly, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> I didn't say anyone was on coke. I just said coke rants are crazy. <laughs> now, uh, if you're trying to make that association, oh uh, man, you trying to say it's not coke? It's just passion, man. Y'all go, y'all go respect big tiger, uh, big soldier, big oh, tiger, big tiger, <laughs> big soldier. Uh, have you ever been passionate enough to yell on your phone? <sighs> Just in the middle of a room, you just yelling. In if your a nigga told me Tiger had the best comeback in 2018, <laughs> nah, he did though. He did. That nigga went on live Tiger, too with it. Wasn't, didn't Tiger finish with a top ten record? Right. Yeah. Tiger, Tiger got had the West Coast all radio lot. If you think about it, he had one. And and Soldier is saying that he had the biggest comeback because no, yeah. of the video game console and all that shit. Is he Probably. What, he got boy. sued for that shit. Though, exactly. Dude. It's garbage. <laughs> I forgot all about that shit. Like they don't work or some shit. Or Soldier boy looking like angry Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gotta be. Like, it gotta be personal beef, though. Face. It gotta be personal smoke between them two. Because why you gotta go in on Tiger like that? Yeah. Tiger really because, did have a great. Tiger out. came out. It's seven o'clock on the dot. <laughs> oh so God, he, he got niggas thinking he's soft and pussy. He lost his bitch to Tiger Travis really Scott. Lost his whole billion dollar fortune. Remember lime and a coconut tiger? Uh, right. Yeah, that was trash. Had to do something. I mean, but he had hits all year. We can't take that from Tiger. He had hits all year. Yeah, like, we're really talking did. about Tiger. Taste. He wasn't talking about Soulja. And what's the other one on the radio? Taste and... Uh, drip. Yeah, drip. 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 Taste. Um, damn, there was one more, too. Like, dun, 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 well, I still don't understand. Yeah. How did it... Who what, produced all them shit? What make Soulja's... Uh, DA is, Domain. Yeah. Oh, he's had a great yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, shout out man. to DA. Because he also did that ZZ. Yeah, yeah. yeah great year. Yeah, he brought Tiger back. But, man, we wasn't talking about no damn Soldier Boy. What was Soldier Boy doing in 2018? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did that even come about? He was mad. Oh, because he'd been on a Love and Hip Hop and uh, oh. Marriage Boot Camp. Love so, Rehab. Yeah, he's on Marriage Boot Camp. Wait, wait, Big Soldier. Yeah. Big Soldier on Marriage, <laughs> marriage Boot Camp? With uh, Teddy Riley's daughter. No, nah, probably not, man. Most of these niggas on their front. I don't think all of them, yeah. Um, bad that was example, a comeback broken you homes. was on marriage boot camp and love and hip hop <laughs> that ain't no fucking come on none of these rappers trying I to get married I want to ride for you soldier boy but I can't do it man. come on man Joel's proposed to his bitch cause he's he going to jail lost see, his he team had, he man. had beef with nah, the Migos man. he survived the Migos soldier yeah. and Chris Brown huh and Chris he started Brown. out the year with beef with somebody who was it Chris Brown Chris Brown no, Chris no, Brown. I think that was 2017 when they was talking about boxing. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, that was 2017. Yeah. And 2018, did. what was we talking about? They didn't. Amigo, Big right? Soldier? 16 or oh, 17. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I think all this I think was so, like I 17. Think, yeah, that Who was said 17? Big Soldier ain't from the hood? Yeah, that was 2017. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Oh, they stole his phone? Yeah. And even then, that ain't no comeback, man. They took your phone and was still recording. No he, he went viral off that shit, though. He went viral. <laughs> that ain't no comeback. Yeah. He was like, I've been in all kind of they news in tabloids. <laughs> Tiger? Tiger? <laughs> nah. Soulja Boy got to sit down, man. Well, yeah. I'm not rolling on this one. Yeah, Coke is crazy. Not that that has anything to do with this, but. <laughs> Damn. But did you don't, see his face, don't, though? Don't do, Either don't. he had just woke up 
or <laughs> his eyes are all you know, puffy and shit. Or like he put was a line. There crying. Yeah, exactly. His whole face was just <laughs> he was in the mirror swollen. <laughs> right. You know that's what happened. He saw the headline. And he started crying, and he had to get himself like, together. Man, fuck that. Do y'all know I'm going with this nigga shit. It's like shaking, huh? Do y'all know how old that nigga is? He's in his thirties. Twenty eight. Yeah, I'm about to say he got to be a couple years younger than that. That shit is crazy. This is weird because he's still the same little old nigga. (laughs) That's soldier man. (laughs) Soldier adult. Do we want to hear beef between Tiger and Soldier Boy? Tiger record wise, it's not even a beef though. I mean, mean, but do we want it like Tiger's like y'all really am on the charts? But did you hear? Dreams. <laughs> no, but did you hear? Um, did you hear the record that Soldier played like in his uh, social media? Yeah, like that. It was. It was like where was what beat was he rapping to? Is what I want to know. <laughs> he was on his blue face. He was yeah. definitely on his blue face. Like okay, blue face already got the the uh, the non quantitized raps. <laughs> straight up, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't Ain't give. I don't give a fuck about no beat. Hold up, man. Since we on it, hot take. I don't think Blueface is as trash as everybody's trying to make. He's not. Like, if you really listen to Bay Area music and that side, a lot of niggas rap off beat. Blueface blatantly raps off beat, but a lot of niggas rap off beat. You saying like Keek? Like Keek the Sneak? Like Like Keek? Like, like, what is it, SOBRB? Mm -hmm. They rap like that. I think Blueface just emphasizes that shit, which is what made him pop It's different for him, though, because isn't he from New York? Is he? He's not? Is Blueface from New York? Oh, I thought he was the one. No, no, no. I don't know. If he is, then, oh, then shit, okay, he trashed then. But Compton or some shit no, like that. Oh, you know? if he's from out there, okay. No, nah, he can't be from New York when he looking like that. Oh, let's... Let's get the right But I'm just saying, like, we've heard rappers... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's from L.A. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard L.A. Say. rappers rap off beat like that a lot. I think it's just... He's it's like, emphasized when he does it. You okay, like... Like Fox said, G Herbo. Yeah, no, nah, G Herbo just don't rap on beat. He rap like Silver. He does shot. sometimes, yeah. though. Nah, he pissed out. If you think about, like, Chicago house music, yeah. he, he raps like house music. Uh, he punches in mm. too much. Mm. You think so? Which yeah. there's nothing wrong with he that. Got a breath. I was going to say, Tip would like to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think when you, I think, how do I choose my words? <laughs> Don't choose your words. It's 2019. Fuck choosing I, your I words. I think that it's a product of doing a lot of punch-ins. Mm. And just being offbeat. Yeah. But his, he, like, G.R.B.O.'s offbeat is just like, oh, this nigga's offbeat. Like, now with Blueface, it's like, all right, he's offbeat. That's how he raps. But when you listen to him, he's he's not trash trash. Like, there's a lot of rappers that sound worse than, than Blueface to me. And Blueface be saying so. Like, hilarious. if you just move the nigga's vocals over a little bit, <laughs> he would just sound like... Today's rap, like he be saying some wild shit that's like hilarious. I yeah. need, I need to Google some Blueface lyrics. Yeah, man. So I don't know. I feel like we're not gonna completely shit on Blueface, oh, man. Producer Julius got the not that he's lyrics. great, but I mean he's he's he's, he's got his lane. Yeah, and I mean shit, he's in it. I want to see you bust down, bust down. Oh, <laughs> shit over on the gang. Yeah, right. Make that shit clap. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Yeah. Whatever niggas read, whatever Yo, niggas see, read lyrics, that's really, that's see? really how we rap. So see, that's whenever like, niggas read lyrics, it always make the song sound terrible. They <laughs> said, "If I show up, I need a bag for the show." Ooh, uh. Damn, I'm finna fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> that's bars. <laughs> oh shit, damn. that's real life. He said, <laughs> rap he said, how you feel. Said pussy pics in my DM ain't even asked for those. <laughs> see, see. 
Blueface <laughs> blue blue did like he would rap it. It's a, conversational like, rap. Pussy pics in my DM. I ain't even asked for those. Oh, See? Ooh, damn. Blue I'm gonna fuck See? Like that? I think how you doing that? Boy, that Mickey Mouse boy. Right? <laughs> now let's play this. Dizzy shit was right. rapping like Mickey Mouse. That's, that's how he sounds in the song. Rapping like, like wait, wait, wait. Baby Shark. <laughs> we go we gonna listen to this real quick. New blue face. New blue face. Face, face. Yeah, we, let's go. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yo, 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 yo. Tell me that ain't how Bay Area niggas rap. All right. I didn't okay. even ask for those. And not, I'm not saying all of them, of course. Of he course. didn't even ask for But them, it ain't like he invented that. I'm DM. saying, bro, that is that's deep. The nigga got pussy pics he didn't even ask for. Just chilling in his DM. <laughs> Box trying all the chips. Oh man, how much time we in? We we ain't talked about shit yet. Zilch. All right, man, we in, we in, we in. Y'all want to talk about it? Out the way. Y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about Robert. I was gonna say, do we want to talk about Uzi? Uh, yeah, first let's have a moment of silence for Lil Uzi Vert putting out a new album. For Lil Uzi Vert, new album coming soon. Nah, I hope. But he came on. He said he deleted all his music. He wow, said he's done. Oh, man. Look, I just, I get I get the whole contracts and everything, and, you know, a lot of money's coming your way, and it's just, it's it's crazy, man. I feel like, I feel like there has to be some other way for artists to get developed mm. so they don't burn out on your first album deal. Like, yeah. Burn out after two years. I mean, but you think you're really done? Because we've seen this coming once he changed his, music, his name. And then he started leaking music under his real Snare name. Woods, right. That it's, it. But I'm saying if if it's to the point that the label owns you like that. It's something to be said about that, though. Like, these artists got to start listening, you're bro. Like literally sad. Like, you don't want to wake up in the morning because, you know, the label is in your voicemail telling you to do shit that you don't want to do. They literally own you in your likeness in your name. There's something to be said about that. Y'all niggas ain't listening to Nipsey and Ho. Like. That shit got to end but soon. Is, but also, this is nothing new. Like, we, right? You exactly. look at you look at Prince. Like, mm-hmm. Prince changed his name for those exact same reasons. Like, he became the artist formerly known as Prince. He became the symbol, all because of like contract issues and publishing issues. Right. And, look at everything Wayne was going through with Baby. That's what I'm saying, man. Like this whole label ownership shit. This shit got to like it's a wrap for that real soon. But, and and the crazy part is so. I don't know if y'all heard Lil Baby started rapping like a year ago or something. Mm. When he got out of jail, right? Yeah. And turns out uh, Lil Wayne didn't want to change his name, so he got Lil Baby, and he writes for him, and uh, all his old shit is just Lil Baby new shit. Wow. Really? Huh? Nah, I just came up with that. I want to say, nigga, Wait, damn, Lil that's, Baby, Lil Wayne, that's deep, <laughs> baby. You see how smooth this nigga just came off with that shit, though. See, that's how rumors get the started. Music industry is, yeah. Nah, that's like, a dope headline. Let's lie and let's just say that. Yeah, just Lil Wayne lying. and Lil Baby's <laughs> ghostwriter. Because I said, I'm sitting here like, damn, wow. that's believable. No, we have we have too much credibility to be <laughs> to just be lying. lying. Like people people look to us for some sense of truth, validity. Nah, that's a good idea though. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Are we gonna miss Lil Uzi Vert now since the whole thing was Lil Uzi Vert? I'm, I'm gonna put it. I, I was a little. I was a little slow to wake up to him. 
but I I appreciate him now. There's mm. a, there's a lane for him, and I'm just it's sad, you know. I don't know, man. It's sad. I think he got an album coming out under Pretty his real name. Pretty much everyone from that from that whole run up, like, is gone now. Mm. Uzi mm. is leaving. Takashi, who knows what's gonna happen to him? Nobody X really checking gone. for Yachty. So it's, damn. See all that little crazy. that mumble. I told y'all, man, the shit wasn't red. gonna be I mean, around very red, long. Trippy red tours and all this shit, but yeah. What's the new wave then? Mm. Blue face. <laughs> Straight gangster rap. It's coming back. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, gonna it's gonna be uh, cartel Bloods, rap. Cartel rap. Nah, I think we're going back to the to that boom bap shit. Like the hip hoppity, like Just the J Cole like sessions, turntables yep. and a mic. You're talking about the J think, Cole yeah, session like once, type music. Once we see what comes from this J Cole session, you holding the mic like a like a rapper, Fox. But J Cole doesn't <laughs> even rap like that no more. You just got it. Yeah. Nah, that's true. J Cole's not boom bap. Give no me more. a mic. I, I, I shouldn't say boom bap. <laughs> I want to say, damn, how should we phrase it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even want to say like authentic hip hop, but I think that whole Metro booming trap mumble yeah, sound, yeah. I think that shit Is Metro still trap? Is he is, is evolving back trap? to the other shit? No, I don't think it was. And that's what I mean. He had like a lot of samples. He had like a lot of soulful mm. shit. Niggas was rapping, rapping. Mm-hmm. I think we going back to that, man. I think I don't know. What's, what's well, this J Cole shit definitely going to shake the game up. A lot of niggas going mm-hmm. Um, reevaluate their bars. Kendrick Lamar and get an invite? I don't know. Doubt it. The uh, Dreamville sessions. That's what we talking about. Punch, for, Punch got an invite. Uh, mm. And reason. Yep. Shouts to Trav. Trav's up there. Um, I don't know, man. To the Dreamville session. What is it? What album is that? Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three. Yeah. Three. Yeah, that's gonna be fire. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. It's all the new younger dudes that's really spitting. That's finally cracking through the game. I think we're gonna get a new sound, man. Hopefully. But. Let's get to the shits, man. Let's let's get to the real conversation. That's right. I'm watching the game. I'm about to get caught. Right. <laughs> this shit. Forget what we talking about. Um, let's get to it, man. Nas Kelly. Yeah, I guess the TV is pretty distracting. It's, you know. <sighs> John, it's all. A, is it all a distraction? Fox, would you? Would you yeah. Is 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 this whole R. Kelly situation <laughs> a distraction? It's, it's a distraction from the fact they were supposed to air. Uh, Trader Spaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got that commercial out. <laughs> a year ago said it was going to come out uh, that week. Uh, the R. Kelly shit. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, I don't nah, know, let's, man. Let's, let's really talk about it because people want to hear our I, I just think on this whole thing. Th- yes, the victims. I think... The reason why this is such a thing, mm. at least for us, is because think of how deeply rooted R. Kelly was, like in our culture. Right, right. So, I mean, as long as I've been around, he's been around. Mm. Yep. Like, if you really think about it, like when I started really even knowing music, like Kel- it was Kelly. Who else was producing a lot back then? Teddy Riley, like. Pharrell, like right. they were writing songs for SWV and them, like way back then. So right. I mean, he's always been there. I think another part of it is so many people have been so complicit for so long, mm-hmm. and we all know those people too. Like we're fans of them too. Like producers, artists, whoever that just know, like you know, he's doing weird shit and. Right. 
That's just, but he gave us, I believe I could fly. You know Wait, Shit right. like that. Like, Wait, okay. He gave us happy people. Okay. 12 Wait. play, 12 play was a nasty ass album that a lot of people fucking still play to this day. Mm. And now it's just making, it's, it makes, there's a bit of uncomfort there. Cause now you're like, damn this, I fucking love this song. Seems like you're ready. But now it's like, holy but this shit. Is the no, thing, shit man. Realistically, I've said this for years. What the fuck does that mean? Seems like you're ready. I would never tell a grown woman that. Right. My mind's telling me no, but my body telling me yes. There's something it's I must confess. Right. You don't have, I've been saying this. So the fact that this shit comes out now is, uh, I'm not going to say it's a distraction or nothing. We're not surprised. It needed to be brought to the forefront like Bill Cosby, Weinstein. Uh, Tiger Woods, that was his own business. Bitch hated on him. (laughs) (laughs) He was just fucking like crazy consensually. It was Tiger. No, I'm Tiger. <laughs> Tiger, huh? <laughs> uh, all right, but fuck, I'm trying. All right, we're, we're gonna be real. We're gonna be real. No, I think it's important though, because like I'm with you, bro. Like I, I told people, like aside from the whole King of R&B thing, I definitely said that because you can't discredit his catalog, even though this shit is filthy. Like he numbers don't lie, so I put that out there. But aside from that. Been done messing with R. Kelly. Like I don't <laughs> but pause. Just, I don't just it's been uh, going on for so long. Bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like how Fox just said, when you really think about some of the stuff he was saying, like a lot of his music just felt uncomfortable. Like I wasn't just checking for R. Kelly like that. You know what I mean? Like even with Aaliyah, like of all the music I love from Aaliyah, I don't like that AJ number the number shit. Because like, even as a kid, I'm like, what? Shit. Like exactly. We knew before we knew. Like, yeah. We're not surprised. We was more surprised, like, how is this nigga still making music and doing videos? And walking around. Period. Like, And see, that's why I think this documentary is important, because um, people arguing with me on Facebook and shit, like, well, why now? And y'all are only talking about it because blah, blah, blah. They want to tear his image. But think about it. Like, when that tape dropped way back then, for one, we were hella young. Right? Not really. Nah, we was. I was at, what, the the tape? The, the R. Kelly tape. tape. Uh, I I I remember. What year was that? I want to say two thousand two. I'm older than y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I remember being outside when that tape came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was back when like everyone was real big into the TV screens and their trucks and shit. People were driving around playing that shit. Right, which is fucking disrupting. Because think about it. That's what I'm saying. Back then, like. Even and it's nasty back then because this is one of the things people kept arguing with me about. Well, blah 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 back then and niggas was pulling up picking up old girls back then. The shit was nasty back then too. But now, like as a grown man with kids I mean, a lot and of life experience too. is just maturity and growth. Now I'm like, dog, that was child pornography. There was nothing okay about that shit and then that's the same way i feel about his music like even back then i knew it was like eh but now i'm like dog like i can't sing along to this shit this is nasty and so for this documentary documentary to drop it brought that awareness and i think that was very important like it don't matter how long it took 12 play ain't four four play times three nigga is 12 play (laughs) right (laughs) right Wow, 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 wow. Damn it, man. See, and you don't think about it until it's put right in your face. And and on top of that, man, like they were saying, why now? They was filming this shit while other charges was being brought up on the nigga last year. Nigga, people still live (laughs) in the house, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is happening right now. This ain't just R. Kelly was nasty in the 90s. This is right now shit. But, But also, 
I mean, and they brought up the history to explain why it's so nasty right now. There's no justification, of course, not. but the people involved should all be held accountable. Absolutely, he could not have done this without nobody's help. No Absolutely. matter how much money he had, if people wasn't willing to help, they wasn't willing to help. One hundred percent. Absolutely, everybody. Everybody. That was involved with R. Kelly. And they're fucking on video pretty much saying they knew about shit and didn't say shit. Like, they should be right. held accountable. It's one that. thing to be a consumer and we're like, oh, yeah, this nigga's music's nasty. We know R. Kelly's nasty. But to be around him and be involved in things he's Going doing, to give his number to 14-year-olds. Not only not stopping it, but helping contribute to it. They're the man, if he didn't do it himself, they're... Just, that's like robbing a bank with somebody. Mm-hmm. You driving a the car, they rob the bank. You getting in right, you as much going. trouble. You still You're getting it. the motherfucking phone number from 14 year olds, man. Right. It's nasty, man. But I think I think like I said, I want to make it the R. Kelly conversation because right. we already know. Fact is fact. So, so is that he's is, sick? Is, is nasty. I'm saying that's that. just it, though. Is it just because it's? Some people say it's easy for them. You you already deleted his whole catalog, right? Right. Some people are just like, all right, it's done. I deleted but, it. No more Space Jam. Right. None of that shit. Nigga, the Pied Piper, bruh. That, that's crazy. Like, it's, like it's, it's what, hard, other it's hard could that, what else could that have meant? Yeah. The Pied Piper? But that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to get into a bigger conversation for real because I don't want to just leave it on R. Kelly because this is where all the arguments is coming from. People are either on the side of R. Kelly and his music and him as an Trying artist. Trying to separate it, right? Versus what the actual issue is. And what we're not talking about is just the overall of this shit. Why do we feel that it's necessary to defend R. Kelly in the first place? Because a nigga made good music? That's okay. pretty deep, bro. Because like if it was just somebody up the street and they were like, yo, what? this dude messes with little girls, it'd be a rap. You're not coming around my kids. I'm not fucking with you. It's fuck that dude. But Aaron Hernandez, mm-hmm. right? He could fucking ball. Right. He was, he was probably going to go down as one of the greatest tight ends ever. Mm. He just like to kill people, right? But and then let's let's I mean, let's think uh, even deeper. Maybe not like to kill people. No, he <laughs> or, definitely did. He enjoyed it because I mean, like when was, all the facts come out, you're like, uh. So now it's easy to be like, you know a what? Drink Fuck on Aaron Hernandez football. Like and he, he killed, killed him. him. Mm. Really? Yeah. In the club, somebody spilled a drink on him. Said he would like he would stalk him. He would track him and kill him. Take him out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. So so, what would you say to people nuts. then who were like, no, 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 no? What he did on Sundays is different than what he did on Saturday night. Yeah, I think they're sick too, and that's what I'm saying. That's so, what. But think about this though: the majority of these people, like Bill Cosby, Weinstein, R. Kelly, it's money. It's exactly. it's the power. It's the power that of they money have and with fame, this bro. money and fame. Like, yeah, you got your Jeffrey Dahmer's and motherfuckers who do this shit behind closed <laughs> doors. Like, but these dudes are. Real life monsters who are manipulating people with money and power. So, so even when you see the problem, you you don't do nothing because these people is it are because they do happens. some good. Bill Cosby changed a lot of lives for the better. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was doing nasty shit though. Yeah, and you know so what? Like that this sounds crazy. I wouldn't painful? even I wouldn't even put Bill Cosby in it, and that sounds crazy. But I wouldn't put him in it because this was a thing where it wasn't just so in our face. Like with a lot of musicians specifically, the, who the person is comes through their music or through their personality, and we see the shit. Like we all seen the R. Kelly shit, and like you know Early. other artists, and just the list goes on. Like it's nasty shit all the time, and it's so blatant. But we choose to disregard it. Like 
Bill Cosby, we learned about it, and then it was you feel how you feel afterwards. So like, the whole it, process of R. Kelly's career, we've known about this shit. So what what, <laughs> what you think it was that kept people from totally disowning R. Kelly? Was it the fact that he was acquitted of the video? It's our obsession with celebrity, bro. That, that's a big part. I will I will say that because people still say, well, R. Kelly was day, never proved if, guilty. If we're going to be technical to this day, he's got no convictions. You know what my argument is to that? And that's fucked up. Zimmerman didn't get convicted either. Zimmerman walking around. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean the nigga didn't blatantly kill Trayvon? <laughs> like, like the whole legal shit, like I can't let that be a factor because, sure, you, you're not guilty because they couldn't physically prove you guilty because of technicalities, but that doesn't mean you're not on tape peeing on a little girl. Like. It's the whole moral side of it, but I think the deeper issue is that we get so caught up on celebrity and oh well, I believe I can fly is on Space Jam and I love Space Jam. I don't I know though who who, who really feels like that. I don't. I, I've, There's a lot. Bro, I haven't bro. seen niggas people been arguing with me all since this happened. And it's, like, I seen you know, that one post. That. She has some pretty ignorant niggas. But on there's me. a lot of them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. all I'm saying is the, the little girls must have knew yeah. what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And we laughing, but these niggas is dead serious. Yeah, they and that shit post is, like this. That really shit like, is filthy because it's like you you're only saying that because of R. Kelly. And if it's not because of R. Kelly, then you kind of sick too. Or right? exactly, it's these n- niggas who was 22 fucking with 16 year olds. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god, man, man. man so let man, me, man. so so let me let me unpack a lot of this yeah. real quick because the the. There, there's so many layers that that goes to this this R. Kelly conversation that that it it spans so much further than just R. Kelly himself. Um, I, but I think the, I think the first layer that we that we have to unpack is R. Kelly himself is a victim of trauma and abuse and and sexual uh, mm. sexual assault and rape and molestation. Right. And as a community, we have to understand how. When, when that is introduced to you, and you learn how that is, you learn that as your your level of intimacy. You learn you learn that that is what intimacy is to you. Mm. There's there's such a high chance of you repeating those things. So when we look at it, when we and and and, and let me clear it up real quick. This is not, I'm not defending R. Kelly. Yeah, I was saying because right, there's a lot right. of people in that situation that didn't too. Right. But you when know, you're so but when breaking you're, down the psychology. Yeah. But when you're introduced. To intimacy from that perspective, he he continued that. He continued that level of abuse. He continued this power between adults and children because that is what he was instru- that that's what he was introduced to. That's what he understood intimacy as being. So we 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 have to understand as well, like wait a lot a lot of people have a lot of people have gone through trauma and a lot of people have gone have been introduced to sex and intimacy in ways that weren't traditional or right. ways that it's weren't really you know there there are some weird ways that people were introduced to sex as a youth you know, right. you know not everyone learned about sex from sex ed some people learned about it from a, a family member touching them some some people learned about it from you know being curious with other kids their age and mm-hmm. and and experimenting so i it, it certainly opens the conversation to uh to to be able to talk amongst your friends and talk amongst your families of yeah this this happened to me this you know this is this is some this is this is how i learned sex or this is how i learned love this is how i learned intimacy um a, 
another another conversation that it does open up is you know you know not only is this um you know because chance he chance caught a lot of flack because he said you know i i guess you know i i worked with r kelly because i didn't believe black women and i i think that's yeah yeah and I, and I think that that's something that's kind of dangerous to say in because for one we we do understand that we we have to protect black women we have to protect um uh, women as a whole, but I, I would even expand it even further and say we don't believe anyone when it comes to rape or sexual assault or molestation. Right. Um, I, I mean, look how many look how many people had to come forward in the Cosby thing, and, right. and even then, it took Hannibal Burris making a joke about it mm-hmm. before. It even held any weight. People were saying these things about Bill Cosby before Hannibal Burris made that joke. For decades, but but as soon as he did it, then it began. Then it then it started to hold weight. And hold up, real quick. I want to rewind back to something you just said because you said we don't believe anybody. Well, 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 well. Let me well let me finish. Let me let me let me. I don't even want to say. I like this might be crazy, but when I I say we, as in black people. Well, let me well let me finish the thought because any t- look at look at what happened with. Um, what was the kid's name? Brock, mm-hmm. uh, the one who got yeah. like six months. Yeah. So you look at that situation. Look at look at how we treat um, you know a lot of these uh, scandals with the Vatican's and and touching little boys. Like right. these things continue to That's still true. these That's things true. continue to still go on. Look at how we treat uh, when young men and boys are having a sexual relationship with their older female teacher. Mm-hmm. We don't even take those things seriously. We say, "Oh, oh wow, good. I wish that I wish that was my teacher." Right. That's our response to it. Or even if uh, you know, if uh, if if we talk about men being raped by women, we don't take that seriously. Right. Right. You're like, "What? She she raped you?" Like, "No." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's so we don't take it seriously from anyone. Right. So there, so there's a lot to unpack with that. We have to start taking it seriously when it comes to rape and sexual assault. About all people, we have to believe everyone, or mm-hmm. or at least we have to put some merit and validity behind it. Because not everyone is lying about rape. Right. More people, more people are being honest about rape than they are lying about it. Right. And the fact that nobody believes them is why they are scared to say anything in the first place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that's the deeper thing, and that's what I want us to all kind of talk about because people keep leaving this out. Is just how it's rooted deeper into our culture and society to kind of turn the blind eyes to this shit because we've made things so acceptable that it's just like we don't even see it. You know what I mean? Like when I was saying uh, in one of our messages the other day, like when you look back at like Freak Nick and that whole culture, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like for real, like when you look oh at that whole God. culture, yeah. it I was just you. regular to be a nasty nigga. Right. And Jeez. granted, there is a huge difference between, you know, a consenting adult woman and little girls. But you don't that's, ID that's on the topic. beach, though. You're not IDing on the beach either. But that's what I'm saying. Mm. So it's it's an overall blanket thing of where. We just accept certain shit. And then to go back to when you're saying a lot of people have been touched and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff with their families. We know in the black community, it's one of those things where you don't tell family business. Hella mm-hmm. shunned, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. get shunned on for that type shit. Yeah. And so these all these things being taught into our society and just us grasping all this as children and then growing into men 
has made this big ass toxic society where we don't see the what's wrong with this shit. And then that goes back to R. Kelly. So it's like, all right, no, nah, we, we don't believe you. We love his music. We need more proof, yada, yada, yada. That's our natural defense because it's kind of been taught to us to be that way. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's fucked up. And that's the and that's the next layer of it as well is the music industry and the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Why was even uh, amidst the allegations, why was he allowed to continue to thrive and put out music and put out videos and put out albums mm-hmm. while he had a statutory or sexual yeah you know all of these things that were that were happening mm-hmm. right and, and then then you have to start thinking about it once you take a step back it's like well the music industry is nasty mm-hmm. like we've all heard these stories about stories about too. in any about genre executives right. about artists about mm-hmm. Writers, all of these producers men, uh, who women, was the last men, one men. detail detail yeah, yeah. Yeah, detail was the was the la, uh, was one of the more recent cases where and you hear B2K. these stories like okay, right. yeah. uh, who who used to talk? Uh, Josh Stone used yeah. to talk about it. They used and they had a negative connotation hanging on her name. Right, it's 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 deep rooted into all of this, man. And that's why, like, I, like we have to we got to use R. Kelly right now as you know the the poster child to speak on this. But it's so much deeper than that. It's everything surrounding R. Kelly. And and really that's why I believe that's why I honestly think that's why R. Kelly hasn't gone down, in my opinion, yeah. is that the industry is protecting him. Mm-hmm. Because if R. Kelly goes down, they're coming after everybody. Everybody's going with R. Kelly. We, we see what happened in Hollywood. We see once they once they outed um Weinstein, yep. they, we we saw everyone start to we saw Kevin Spacey. We saw like all of these different Hollywood execs. So we, we didn't see that really cross over into the music industry so much. So I I, I, I could certainly see a, a situation where they are trying to keep R. Kelly as the front man. Because it would hurt their bottom line. Yeah, that as well. Like he's made people millionaires. Mm-hmm. And influence other artists, which is another Multiple thing. T- that's the thing. Everyone's involved. I mm-hmm. mean, how many producers has he worked with? Right. How many people has he written for? How many venues have sold out? Like, how many? Like, it's just, and and just the fact that it's been going on for so long. Again, and it's deep. It's deeper than the music because if you think about the whole aspect of R. Kelly's career, there's a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. from engineers to roadies to just people around him, and they're on his payroll. Mm-hmm. You know this man is doing these things, and you're not saying anything because he's feeding your family, basically. And okay. that's the story throughout shit, not just music, but society. You know what I mean? And that's why victims, that's why people around him are scared to speak up because, like, there's loyal me, and then there's this monster R. Kelly, this monster that we created because he makes good music. So, like, <laughs> one of the most interesting things I read was that now. It's time in 2019 or and beyond or whatever to reevaluate celebrity, mm. right? Absolutely. In any culture throughout history, it doesn't matter. There's always been people who are more revered than others, right? Fast. And if if you're if you're putting all of this energy and this emotion and this time into a specific person or entity or whatever because of how they make you feel or whatever, then yeah, you're you're gonna start you're gonna start viewing them on a different level. Oh, uh, what do we laugh at? Uh, Nipsey Hussle slapping the dude at 
right. at the BET Awards or whatever, right? Right. Okay, so we look at that like, oh, yeah, Nip got him. <laughs> now, let's find out that Nip was wrong. Right. Like, do you know how many people still wouldn't care? Right. Because it's Nip. If it was a regular dude slapping another regular dude, okay, then it's like, ah, oh, what's going on? But because it's Nip, we all cheered it on. Like yeah, we took Nip's side. Nipsey Hustle slapped a grown ass man on live TV, and we we're right. just like, cool. Ha, 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 ha. We like Nipsey. We like Nipsey Hustle. He right. had a great year, right? And we know nothing about Nipsey Hustle. I the- don't know that man, <laughs> right? Other than I never even seen him. Other than he raps well, mm-hmm. he, makes great music. He's very much his his stance about the music industry and mm-hmm. about business and about. Black excellence and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. We know mm-hmm. those things. We know what is being presented, but we don't know him as a person. Right. But we think we do. Mm-hmm. And right? that's the how issue. Long, how long have you been listening to Nip? We were listening to Nip mm-hmm. way back. Fly Crippin'? Like, when did that come out? Right. Like, so it's like, okay, uh, who, who would be another? Okay, another one. Even though, again, nothing, I don't believe anything ever officially came from it, but look at Mike, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And that's what I mean, like, man. We can go back into history. It's and like, obvious I don't even want to just say black it's entertainers. It's obvious he grew up with trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it There's manifested always a backstory. in multiple ways when he was an adult. Yep. And the way he interacted with people. But at the same time, bro, Mike, they, I forget the documentary, but they, one of the narrators basically said, you know, He's 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 sitting here performing for a crowd of like two hundred thousand people in some random Eastern European country. He is very well within his rights to jump off the stage, murder someone right there, yeah, mm. and get right back on stage, and no one's going to say anything, right? Donald Trump, exactly. Stand in the middle of the street and shoot somebody dead, and okay. And we we laughed like, or we were outraged when Donald said it, but. But look at it now. But it's true. He's like, the president of the United States because of that. And I'm that's the what most I mean, powerful man. man in the world. Like, I could do what the fuck I want. Yep. It's, so, it's the power we give these dudes. Okay, but then it has to go somewhere, right? Mm. No, no one can just be... The board will never be even. Right. Someone's always going to have more. And there's always going to be more people that want what that one person has. So that's where the power comes from. A lot of it. You're just, you just build that person up. And I can't necessarily say that's a bad thing because that's nature. The thing is what you do with that power once you get that power. And that's where we get all this nasty shit because they abuse that power knowing. And they do like me. How many politicians (laughs) have we seen that abuse power leaders, whatever times, but how, how is it that we're going to even the playing field? Yeah, that's the tough part. Put more women in power. What Georgia just straight up had to say, okay, we're opening up an investigation. And everyone's like, investigation? Right. Like, like nigga, what the fuck? What? Go get this nigga. They're we in their house no right excuse. now. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. See, but it's R. Kelly. Right. So I'm saying, so, let that be one of us. There wouldn't even be a story. Well, even in the documentary, <laughs> they were they were saying that like some of the uh, like the people who worked for like the Chicago PD had tipped R. Kelly off. <sighs> See? To let him know, like, hey, you know, they we're going to perform this wellness check, or hey, people, hey, you know, people are, are calling in about this, or people are asking about this. So it's protection. Yeah, yeah. Man. If, if R. Kelly goes down, a lot of people and are, they, and are they need and, to are and should go down. They need to like even to go back to forty five fucking Trump when he first got in office and he was like, I'm getting in a White House and I'm gonna drain the swamp. Remember that shit? Oh yeah. yeah. Like that sounds crazy coming from Trump, but like think about that. For a second, like draining the swamp, like in the industry when this whole Me Too movement popped off, more and more started popping up to the point where people were like, "Damn, again!" Like this shit sound crazy. 
when in reality we should like yes like let's get this shit off mm-hmm. the board mm-hmm. so for when the next generation comes in they know in off the gate like yo we're not doing this shit because we're going down for this but instead it's been the opposite we've always just protected and built it up like all right don't say nothing let's we like this guy he's the star right don't bring any attention to it so when you get somebody like an r kelly the only thing now is that it's so late in his career is not as effective but just to throw a name out there because it's been coming up like a drake Mm -hmm. for example see it's shit going on when drake sent that text message to that 14 year old and that shit hit media I was like, yo, that's nasty. Like, no matter how we try to justify this, mm. as a grown man, why are you texting a fourteen-year-old? But, but and you see how you saying, mm? but but listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend. I'm not trying to. <laughs> it's context. I'm not so trying to. Well. De- I'm not trying to defend or condemn. Mm. I'm saying that we have to be. We have to be careful in situations like these because, in in my mind, rape. And sexual assault and molestation well, are such serious things yeah. that we really have to be responsible when it comes to how we associate people with those things. If mm-hmm. there's not, like for me, for me, if there's not a a, a clear victim, right? If there's not a concrete evidence or, or or anything like that yeah if we we can't just we have to be careful to no, not, no, no. To not take clips yeah or like a screenshot of something and say like the jason and, momoa and, shit and, yeah and, and build a story right. and say that this is going on so absolutely we, yeah you just said it though not build a story but we do got to be aware because that little glimmer of well we can't just jump straight to conclusions is how the shit builds up because we're not going. I'm not going to say, all right, Drake text that 14 year old Drake to rapist. I'm not saying that whatsoever. Right. Okay. So but it's back, like you got to think about the aspect behind that. Like, all right, why is this grown man texting a 14 year old? What's the other we, thing we everybody was mad at? They said he right took now. he took a he took a 17 year old to dinner or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then it but turns see, out even with Drake, it's, it's like a pattern of little shit that we're like we don't really know. But it turns out the girl's dad is a record exec. Yeah, yeah, right. Still though, bro. And and then even in the comparison of Drake, probably takes. Plenty of women to dinner who were of age. Bingo. So it's not so. So, so it's, it's like now he can't. It's so it, we. It's, it's tough. of age though. It's tough, and yeah. that's the thing. Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta kind of almost be overly critical to this shit. So, what about Tiger and uh, and Kylie? Yeah, nasty. We that was. About that. We was no, we we were saying it was nasty. I mean. They that's what I mean. Because so, I, I was definitely one of those. Let me separate the music from the person. Thing. So then it People. becomes crazy. It's yeah. Kylie. But see, see is this, she, the fact she, that this is even such a difficult conversation is, is exactly what I'm saying. Well, it's just is she a victim? That I'm not. I'm not touching that. That part I don't know. What I'm saying is, as men, as grown ass men. We got to be so critical about shit that it almost sounds like we're being. But, but that—that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Like, if Tyga was dating Kylie, mm-hmm. underage, mm-hmm. her mom knew, mm-hmm. Kim knew, Chloe, he, the nigga was at family dinners. Right. But they're just friends, right? So, so that's what I'm saying. Is it? And then what? She broke up with him. Like it's just. It. Overall, we got to be like something. <sighs> It's, and it's, I'm not saying condemn anybody. I'm not saying as soon as we see Drake with a 17-year-old Drake's nasty. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, right. like, as a grown man, if I'm sitting with my daughter and she gets a text from somebody <laughs> my age. Giving a relationship I'm advice. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I don't you, care what y'all are talking about. 
what's going on here? But with society, we see it, and because that text is from Drake, it's Drake probably texts a lot of teenage girls. That's his fans. Or we have a story. But if it's just me and one of y'all niggas, I'm like, fuck y'all text my daughter for it. And it's just straight cut and dry like that. But we don't do that. We don't do that with celebrities or athletes or nobody. But I think it also depends on... On the, I think it depends on the the relationship as well because if I'm if I'm texting your daughter, you you should be like, hey, why are you texting my daughter? Because right. you don't you've never seen me kick it with your kids or anything like right. that. But if it was a situation where I'm always around, I'm always hanging around the family, and I'm I'm very much involved in in your life and your family's life, then it would be less weird. It would still be it it, it could still be weird, but it would be less weird. Yeah. So it so once again, context is 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 huge and and being able to understand the relationships of how all of those things are connected is mm. important as well. But I yeah, I, I feel you. I just think we gotta be aware because like looking at this whole R. Kelly story, it was always everybody's account was, Well, I knew, but I didn't really know or I didn't believe it or I don't know how it got to this point. Even like when they showed the fuck ass parents on the last episode and the dad is like, Well, I figured it'd be okay because I was right next to my daughter through this whole process and mm-hmm. I figured she would be okay. He's not gonna pull no shit with me. Now she's still in this nigga's house mm. in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like th- it's stuff like that. For one, don't put your kids or yourselves in that position in the first place and i'm not talking to the underage girls i'm talking to the people around these people and i think it's and i think it's it's easy it's easier it's easy for us to say that on being on the outside and it's easy for us to say that because we're looking at it from the perspective of we don't have access to r kelly but that's see but but that's r kelly if if we eliminate the whole like john was just saying the whole ideology of celebrity then it's cut and dry every time it's like okay this guy, even little stuff like my daughters aren't going to go spend a night over, say you're a single dad. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got faith in you. I know, even if I know you're not going to do that. Right. My daughter's not about to go stay at night with just a grown ass man. And that's just because of psychology and how I was raised and just naturally, that's my natural instinct. Now, that grown ass man is R. Kelly. That goes deeper because now I mentally know, all right. This nigga's nasty. And if I don't know he's nasty, I'm saying okay because of his level of celebrity and money and fame. Like, mm-hmm. let's bring these people down back to our level and we can start thinking how we would yeah. be normally thinking. But we're not there yet. We're not. And we're not. We're and so we, far away. Yeah, we're so far away. You, but the fact that we know we're not there yet is bigger than in the 90s where niggas was just out here. And, and realistically, <laughs> if your daughter is passionate about music and she wants to get into music and she literally meets a celebrity or a superstar and not just, and not just a celebrity, one of the biggest R and B stars Mm -hmm. ever, ever. Mm -hmm. At the same time, what is a sleepover going to do for your music career? That's my point. If you meet R Kelly, like when her dad was saying, okay, I figure it's fine if I'm involved. Mm -hmm. The story didn't progress to, I couldn't be involved, but the label said someone would keep their, no nigga. Like (laughs) you do not need that much access to a child. Like it's still a child. It's, it's a little different when you're of age and you decide I'm about to leave home and R. R Kelly's going, whatever the fuck you going to R. Kelly for. That's different. But if my daughter wants to be a celebrity and we just happen to meet Drake and Drake is like, look, we got listening sessions. We got this and this to help your career. Cool, Drake. I'm right there. I'm bringing my daughter. 
if it's oh your daughter got to come sleep over so we can make music, no nigga, you're nasty. Mm. <laughs> like party over, yeah. <laughs> and and it's easy to say that because that's just naturally my mentality. But that's what I mean to go back to to people defending R. Kelly. People was going hard for R. Kelly on right. my Facebook and on social media and shit. They still are, bro. And there's a difference between protecting someone because of their celebrity and you like their music and you're not ready to give up step in the name of love uh, versus really looking at the actual problem. Issues. Like if you want to protect this person admit that this man is sick yeah. and by sick, I'm not even trying to be derogatory. I mean, literally like he has a mental issue. That's where the distraction if people he come cannot from. cannot control the fact that he's addicted to young girls mm-hmm. and nobody's helping this man. No one. Then you're contributing. I mean, he's got to go to jail. I mean, it's, it's and bro, it's, it's, it's literally too, it's too late. sick. Let's it's put too, the pieces together, yeah, y'all. It's too late. He's still yeah. sick, but he has to go to jail. You got to go to jail. The nigga can't read home. and write, bro. R. Kelly's like what fifty? And nobody's his birthday was the other day. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody in the documentary is like, "Well, we handle his contracts and stuff because he can't really read and write." Help this nigga read and write. <laughs> like this is wild to me, fam. Like this dude is clearly like something's wrong with him. And instead of somebody just saying something's wrong with R. Kelly, they're like, yo, we fuck with R. Kelly. We really love Space Jam. I believe I could fly. We seen that at our graduation. <laughs> no, nigga, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this person. And he didn't have nobody around him to do that. And then even, like, you looked at his brothers and his mm-hmm. family. They was fucked up. His brother was in jail. The rest of them was getting touched on. It's like people need help out here, man. Like, let's help each other instead of just trying to protect them. R. Kelly getting locked up might have been the best thing that ever happened to him outside of this music shit. Like, he might have been a better person once he got some fucking help. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to the people who are, who are asking, you know, why now? Why? If this, this has been going on for so long, why now? I, I want to take a moment to break it down. Um, it, takes, it takes a lot to build a case against someone. Once again, going back to... Bill Cosby, look at all of the people who had to come forward just to balance the scale against one person. person. How many people it took for people to start to say, okay, Bill Cosby did it. Right. It It took 40, 50 people to come out. So imagine one person coming out. Against the biggest person in their field at that time. Yeah, so it's so you so a lot. It marketing is so, and, and I hate to call it marketing, but essentially it's marketing. You mm-hmm. have to win. You're, you're you're trying to win the court of public opinion because that's kind of what you have to affect first. Now in 2019, is you know you you have the internet, you have social media, everyone is engaged, information is traveling faster than it has before ever ever. Mm-hmm. So now you you have to build that case. Because if anyone came out back then, well, we we see what happened. There was video evidence, and yeah. they could not get a conviction. Yeah, look at the, dude. Look at the president of the United States right now. Look at look at there's Trump. hard set facts, but he there are not enough people to go against this one man's power. That's he, crazy. He literally said, "You can do whatever you want. You can grab them by the pussy," and y'all voted for him. Because there's always going to be people protecting. And they explained it away. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just locker room talk. Justifying toxic behavior. The niggas on ETV saying this shit. Like, 
justifying toxic behavior, bro. And like, we got to be responsible, man. Like hip hop, especially I'm speaking to hip hop. I can't speak to politics and all that shit. Right. The people listening to us for a reason, our, you know, demographic, I'm speaking to us. We got to be responsible about that type shit because now we know there's no excuse now, you know, before it was, Oh, well this was okay because it is, or no, like, let's just put it out there. This shit ain't okay. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. I'm like, damn, did it get cold? Yeah, it, it, get, it got a little chilly. Yeah, Fox with the temps, they on there. <laughs> we done changed the, change the temp in here with the conversation. I don't know. It's hot. <laughs> so I don't know, man. In the future, I mean, how do how do how do, what do we do? Because I don't want this just to be a so now it's just topic that came up. Because R. Kelly and something, you know, stop not saying something. Say something. No, no, more than that. More than that. Um, I mean, yes. We we have to create a space where women feel safe mm-hmm. to say these things, to say this happened. Mm-hmm. Men as well. It, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Women, men, kids. Because the reality is, a lot of women, even people, but just talking about women specifically, a lot of women have had some sort of. Uh, sexual violation Mm -hmm. some negative sexual experience where they felt violated Mm -hmm. like most i'm willing to say 80 to 90 percent of women i believe it in their lifetime Mm -hmm. whether it was just simply being grabbed or groped at the club cat called cat called being sent a dick pic and didn't (laughs) ask for it yeah like there's and anything like things that might sound minor to us, we need to just make all this shit nasty <laughs> across right. the board. Right. That way, that's the only way to level it out, man. Like, if there's any question in your mind that this might not be okay, then it's probably not. And that just kind of needs to be the logic behind that, man. And we can't, oh, well, so-and-so said it, so it's okay because it was so-and-so. Or this person did it, so it's okay because it Nah, like, nah. And <laughs> equal treatment. And I was just having a conversation about it today when I was talking. Uh, we were talking about like um, uh, men being toxic, and you know, a, a friend of mine he was asking like, you know, well, well how how is it toxic? How's it? You know, if it feels like as men, you know, we have to, you know, walk on eggshells around women, and well, so to, to to break down why it's toxic, like as men, we for for decades or for centuries, we've been able to walk around and not have to walk on eggshells. Mm-hmm. We've been able to walk around and not have any sort really? of any sort of boundaries when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. As as men, we can live our lives without w- women ever interjecting or putting any sort of stamp in men's spaces. Pretty pretty much any space that men are in is a safe space for men. I can go I can go a day without ever getting a DM or an interaction from a woman. Switch switch those roles around real quick. How many women, how many DMs does a woman probably get a day? A day. Probably 5. Like a woman can't post a picture on IG without getting flooded with DMs and heart eyes and, mm. and it's just not like, if she don't have no cleavage in the picture. <laughs> 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 Man, I'm, 
Nah, nah, you <laughs> come relax, on, man. We try to we try to be serious. Fox. But no, nah, no, nah, I mean he has a point though. But 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 women, <laughs> but women can't live. Women can't live their life from day to day without a man interjecting in some way. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's how it's toxic because women don't have that same freedom to to move around without a male footprint. Right. And so <laughs> and, I, and and I know that and I know that sounds crazy even coming from me. No, 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 you got it for sure, but uh to 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 walk on dangerous waters real quick. Okay. To go back to what Fox just said. Okay. I'm going to preference it with this. This is not Something that uh, this would probably be well received from a woman. Hmm. This would be better coming from a woman, and there are no women here. And this is just men speaking as men. Okay. Before anything is misconstrued, uh-huh. y'all know where we stand. What do you boom, mean? boom, boom. Oh my but gosh. to Fox's point, should I, should I stop you? No, no, no. I ain't gonna say nothing crazy. But to Fox's point, there is something to be said about how society makes women view themselves well it's, it's a patriarch right it's so a patriarchal society, like how he just so. said you'll get a thousand dms a thousand clicks or whatever thousand likes if you got some cleavage out if you pose with your ass out but versus the, the girl that's just you know sitting there not doing shit smiling you know not getting no love think about the psyche behind that as that person even like just speaking beyond women just as a person you're on social media you post a post whatever Shit, get no nothing. You get like a couple likes. Mm-hmm. Like the way that shit is set up, and just the way your mind is set to react. You like, damn. Like, I guess nobody was liking that. Even with the podcast, we will post some positive shit, and you'd be like, damn. All right, whatever. Couple views. Mm-hmm. Post something negative, it flies. And so, like, damn. We like, damn. We gotta post more hot takes. You start mentally thinking like that. So, as a woman, if it's like, damn, every time I get on Instagram and I'm just showing y'all I'm out with my dog, don't nobody care. It starts to fuck with you, and I'm not saying all, but some will have that that thought like, damn, well, maybe I'm going to pop a little cleavage out. Cleavage out. Well, then yeah. your, sky, your shit just skyrocketed, and you're like, hmm, let yeah, me keep this up. Well, well, here's the thing, here, here, and here's where it gets kind of nasty. because let's yeah, we not, made it that way. Because let's not even talk about the woman's intentions. Let's talk about the man's intention once it happens. So a woman posts a pic, and... It's visually stimulating to me. Yeah. It's like what goes on in my mind for me to say, "Oh, let me let me send her a DM." Yeah. What like what kind of person? And 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 it sucks because I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are guilty of it. Oh, but, absolutely. But, but now that we are, you know, taking a moment to reflect and break it and break it down, it's like, wow, what what kind of person am I to assume that that gave me? the the right or the or the green light to just approach her and that's that's what we got to check ourselves that's what i mean we got to be aware because as a man at the end of the day no matter what we're talking about there's still nature in being a actual male right in mentality so if i if i'm scrolling instagram and i see a chick twerking or whatever naturally as a man if i'm attracted to that i'm like oh shit but yeah, that's like it's bio- <laughs> you know what I mean. Even if, even if you like it, I ain't liking that, and I'm married. <laughs> but even if you liking it, you know, just naturally as a man, liking it that in is your, in your head, stimulating as a man. But a for mental, me to go a step beyond, it's a mental double tap. Right, yeah, <laughs> mental double tap. I got all the mental double taps. <laughs> but for me to go beyond that and be like, "Yo, I'm finna DM Brittany Renner a dick pic," yeah. 
You know what I mean? That's when you start to think about yourself. Just I, because yeah. she's twerking. Right. You think that's what she wants. Right. That's fucked up. That's when you got to think, why do I think this is okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, and, and at the same time, like, but, but it's like, dangerous waters. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is valid or accurate, but I feel like if some um, half-wit nigga see a, a woman twerking online and it's full ass, like in a thong twerking, it's like, damn, she's showing the world her ass. Let me go ahead and center this little heart mm-hmm. on. And see, that's and why I was not that that's justified, waters. but it's like, why are you half naked online? Mm-hmm. What kind of attention are you looking for? Mm-hmm. You're not asking for it. I'm going to guess and send you this picture. But that's what we have to change. But see, that's, that's, that's what I mean. It's her ass. It's her phone. Mm-hmm. It's her page. Mm-hmm. Right? Talk to him. I'm just saying. So, like, think about, like, all the dudes that we know. Go to the gym for six weeks straight, and then they all in the mirror, <laughs> twirling a room on Instagram, oiled up, trying to show. Okay, they're not doing that shit to show. <sighs> but but to be fair, to play middle ground, some are, and it's not for us to judge that, and, and or to try to assume who are and who aren't. But like we all know, let's let's keep it a buck. And that's when a, we get on social media, we say certain shit, and we do certain shit. But what You're if doing it for a reaction? What if that same dude was? A hundred pounds heavier mm. last year, you and know what I'm saying right. it could be for his self esteem. Absolutely, yeah, yep. To and say, hey, this is where I came, or this is where I was, this is where I am now. Like I feel good about myself. Mm. Same thing with her. Okay, so you know she she was feeling bad that week, and it's like you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna make a twerk video. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> and that's how we we have to be conscious to not use our men brain. Yeah. <laughs> To right. to apply that to women because as men, or at least I can speak for myself or, or speak for you know a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do things to get the attention of women. Oh, you're right. Women don't always do things to get the the attention of men. Mm-hmm. Sometimes women do shit for other women. Ninety nine percent. Like women, <laughs> like women are getting dressed up. And, women are getting are getting dressed up and getting fly for other. For other women, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. men, we getting dressed up. We're getting fly. Oh yeah, we about to we about to kill the, the chicks with this one with this fit. <sighs> yeah. So sometimes we we take our men way of thinking and we apply we we think that everyone else thinks that way. And that's true, man. Because a a woman will take a picture, take a selfie, a, a, a what we deem as like a sexy photo, simply because they're feeling themselves at the moment. Bingo. Like damn, I gotta take a pic. I look but good right now. At the same time, versus a dude, I don't give a fuck how good I look. You know what I mean, I'm taking bad, this though. picture for motherfuckers to see. How many niggas is he standing outside the barbershop or niggas in the barbershop parking lot in their car flicking it up? Like, ah. but but that's the thing though. Like when I if I take a picture and I got a fresh cut, I'm I'm saying fucks. <laughs> feeling really good about myself. And I'm feeling really good about myself. I'll take a pic. Like damn, this this pic. This cut is fresh, but it's because I want y'all to see my cut. Right? Like I'm, I'm never trying to get hoes when I be ass. like, "Hey, everybody, I got a fresh cut." <laughs> yeah, good. I'm never thinking like, about I no want bitches. y'all to I'm see like, him. I came from nothing. <laughs> I used to get homemade haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> Look right. at my haircut. This is a, this is a glow up. <laughs> I used to get bar, I mean, bathroom haircuts, yeah, bowl cuts. <laughs> this is a glow up versus women, and I know, especially us in relationships, you could attest to the fact that sometimes. A woman would just take a selfie or a million of them, 
for them damn selves. You know what I mean? But look, like, tell me this don't happen. Bitch, it'd be like, (laughs) this this is such a great book, but have her whole thigh in the picture. What's the point of that? And see, that's what I mean. There's, there's, there's. We're still all human know, at the end I of the know, day. That, yeah. There are absolutely men, women, people that do things for a reaction. What's the shit we always used to make fun of? The beach pics and there's the two the two knees up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's like, yeah. We, like, have we gotta to keep it a buck. We still gotta keep it a buck. Some of this why? y'all doing for attention. Oh, straight up. Like, but that up? doesn't give us to Dave's point. <laughs> because you're doing this for attention, that doesn't give us the right to just be natural creeps. You're, no, and, you're right. You're and, right. Let me, and let me tell you how crazy how crazy it is that we've come full circle with this. Because um, when Blueface said <laughs> "pussy pics in my DMs," I didn't even ask for those. <laughs> like he was excited, right? right. And with it's our, something new, yeah. and with our men way of thinking, we think women feel that way about dick pics because they do. Fuck that. What? <laughs> oh shit! Hold up, that's producer Julius. That was producer Julius. <laughs> Nah, man, because I've had this conversation with a lot of women. I've been in a group with women are, women around me. Women are ask them. women are not excited about unsolicited dick pics. They are about the right one. Yeah, they don't yeah. like ninety nine percent of them. I'm that one percent. They do like is why they're at your house right now. <laughs> if you don't it. like ninety nine percent of something, you don't like that. What about the lotto? <laughs> what about the lotto? You ain't gonna win that ninety nine percent of the time. But there's still a big ass line when that mega millions go up. That is a because you got completely 1% different chance. topic. What? It's about that one percent chance. What is going on? What? Now I'm not saying I send dick pics out. Let me just because <laughs> this, this is being recorded. You are telling on yourself right now. What's no, going but I'm asking this question. This is a serious phenomenon. Whoa! I get. I get. Bring it back in. I get. I get what he was. What I get is what going he's saying. on? I get what he's saying. <laughs> what podcast is this? No, I get what he's saying. Listen, though. Listen to. Listen to the logic. Real I get quick. why we don't give Julius a mic. <laughs> get it now. I understand. That's what you was over there doing on your phone, man. <laughs> Wow, you toxic, bro. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, man, we should have gave Julius a mic, and as soon as we did, he's man, quiet for a reason, toxic, y'all. But he's no, quiet listen, for a reason. Crazy as it sounds, we'll never make that crazy mistake. As it sounds, again. I, get what he, I get what he's saying, but because it goes back to the whole, if an ugly nigga shoot his shot, it's all oh, get away from me, creep nigga. Versus if that nigga that you want shoot his shot, hey, can I, I get what you're saying. Can I can I clean it up? Hold up, I'm a, you got to clean me up afterwards. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, wait. yeah, pause, nigga. That was wild. Relax. Y'all toxic. Y'all toxic. Relax. Y'all toxic, yo. Relax. <laughs> you see? You see? What? I can't speak freely on my own. Right they toxic. Y'all. We off road. Let's, let's get back. They call me. They they calling me homosexual. Is this it? is toxic. Uh, I didn't call you any. What, what podcast is this? <laughs> oh my god. It's, y'all toxic. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, okay. let me get to what he is saying. Toxic like, train. My my up. take on that. <laughs> I'm saying mentally. Dave, clean me. We up should not be like, yeah, chill, bro. Why are you still on it, bro? Mentally, we That's should know crazy. not to be sending dick pics okay. unsolicited. I'm sorry. All right, I'm, let me. Grow if up. you just randomly like, hold I'm up, send a picture of my dick. And now I'm gonna let Fox get to it because this is his area of expertise. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you, I'm saying we gotta check ourselves to think why is it okay? Now on the woman's side, I can't speak on their side, but just speaking as a man from my man brain. On the woman's side, if you get this dick pic, or not even just a dick pic, just a nigga hollering at you. On some hey, <laughs> I was about to say seems like you're ready. Whoa! <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm we speaking as man brain. That's what we, we got to clear it out. We got to say the shit to get it out. Okay. We got to you know, if that's what you you hollering about, like, look, I seen this pic. 
and not that niggas is ever going to word it like this, but you posted this pic, and in my mind, it seems like, you know, you're trying to get active. And look where it got our but, Right. But, but look, if you send that into that woman, and then she hits you back like, no, nigga, block, you nasty, boom, 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 right. boom. Stick to that, women. And now, if she get that pic, she's sending it to everybody, and she's like, look at this nigga, blah, blah, blah. And then she continues the conversation. And listen, before this sounds crazy. I'm just saying this is where the logic is fucked up. Okay, it sounded crazy. Don't continue the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, get this nasty nigga out of here. Keep it moving. Because now, (laughs) yeah. Because in his mind, it's like, oh, I sent this dick pic, and she's still talking to me. I'm going to get creepier. No, get this this creep nigga off the... He said this shit to a whole neighborhood of Uh, women, though. Like, he said... Man, let me turn this arrow. Hold on, look, look. I got two things real quick, though. What about the the bitches online in this new generation (laughs) that's like, that tweet, I need my guts beat. See, and you get a hundred fucking likes on this shit. They and niggas to- is like, oh, you need your guts beat? <laughs> Bitch, get out my DM. Like, yeah. yeah. And, no, 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 no. But, a ton of that. but accountability on both ends. It happens. It happens from women, too. And women got to stop that shit. And then, to be fair, but why, but why do they have pick, to stop? Because we got to stop. Like, if to Fox's point, if you just on Facebook, and I see this shit all the time, it'd be Facebook after dark. It'd be 1 a.m., and you on Facebook. Like, oh, my God, I just need somebody to bang me out. Okay, 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 okay. So stop that right there. That's the post, yeah. right? You could, you could just, on the same shit on your page, be like, you know what? I need to go beat off twice. First mm. of all. It's you. You're not telling anyone else. It's, you're not you are telling. You're telling the world. But that's a yeah, difference, though. You're looking for that attention. You, that insinuates an invitation. And not saying a nigga being nasty it's, it's is okay. passive-aggressive. Right. Like, it's insinuating like look this is what I'm after so if you post just some flat out nasty shit and a nigga responds with some nasty shit you were looking for that response though. with that listen, real shit listen, every it, dick pic I ever sent I asked first hey can I send you a dick consent, pic God. See, see? consent God and they'll be consent like LOL what sure very important and they don't stop asking all consent around here that's called consent. First of all, if you saying crazy wild shit on Facebook, you a whole yeah, you, out. you a whole different. <laughs> that means your mom nasty. don't care, like yo, your pastor don't care, but your boss don't care. Your boss doing doing it. <laughs> That's usually the case. Like my, I have so many relatives on Facebook. Like I wish, yeah. I wish I would say something crazy on Facebook. Yo, y'all remember oh, Twitter a, after dark? You a dirty nigga. Facebook after dark and Twitter after dark. Twitter after dark was wild. But with that, it was grown folks saying grown stuff, and it was never an invitation to anything. And when let me clear this up, because that sounds wild when I say invitation. That even if a woman is responding to you and carry on conversation, that still don't mean go be a creep. Like, that's not consent, nigga. Like, a conversation is not consent. None of that shit is consent. Like, no. Don't be a creep in the first place. So I don't want to say You know what's more invitation. nasty to me? People that get on Facebook and do shit like... I need a dollar from every one of my followers. Yeah, who gonna pick me up? I never understood the who Bring gonna me pick some me food. Up. Who got some weed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. come <laughs> match, come match. Like that to me is nasty yeah. because you, you already know. Like what the fuck? Like what you I, trying to do? You want a dollar <laughs> from everybody you, from all your friends? Nigga, I'm talking like, about the, the bitches. I don't want to <laughs> match with you. Like what the hell? Like what? It's creep, man. It's t- and that, that's a good way to bring it back all to, all together, man. It's just a gross ideology that we have in society why do we think certain things are okay and i gotta i'm not pointing fingers but i'm speaking to the people that are listening we gotta bring this back to hip-hop and hip-hop culture 
women in videos, butt ass naked, popping, twerking. Just all the shit that goes into hip hop culture that we've accepted as hip hop culture that breeds outside of just the music shit. So, like, remember, example, I don't even want to get into this role, but I have to. That video on Twitter of old girl getting harassed at the gas station mm-hmm. by all them dudes. I don't know the logistics of that video because more and more dropped. I don't know. But just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. A bunch of niggas sitting outside, whatever niggas do, freestyling, whatever niggas do. A woman walks by. Voluptuous woman, short skirt, whatever. Niggas is not just looking as men do, but actually, you know, interacting and damn near the video they were harassing. But I'm just saying in general, niggas being nasty, basically. Where does that come from? Like, why do we think that's okay? Like, where does that? I, but then you look money. at money. Well, well, there was you money. look at these flossy ass rappers in the video <laughs> popping bottles on chicks. Money and you like, power. oh, that's what that's what power looks like. Niggas get a million women in the bed and they do whatever they want. That's that's our image of power in hip hop. Mm. And so, like, but not nah, don't just say brain. in hip hop though, because no, but I'm, I'm only saying in hip hop because, oh, because you that's know, us. That's our demographic. But it's definitely been through all genres yeah. and generations. Oh yeah, yeah. Every rock and roller is gross. And, and let's clear up the Hugh Hefner comparisons. Right. Yeah, the nigga is seventy years older than most of his girlfriends, but they was all of age. age. And mm-hmm. were they? Legal. I mean, yeah. this the Playboy eighteen year. You had to be. No, nah, they wasn't. You talking about Brooke Shields or something? Who was fifteen or whatever? Was okay, she? Yeah, I forgot about that. But but that's what people's argument is. He's eighty fucking twenty year olds. When he was twenty, they they wasn't even. You know what else? Sperm too? yet? Not to justify Hugh Hef either. Um, but what else too is it goes back to what I was saying about things being blatant. Everybody knew what he, who, what he was, what he does, and everybody chose to accept that. Right. And that's just what it is. So if we if we saying Hugh Hefner was nasty, well, we was nasty for supporting that shit. Now, whereas you got like a Bill Cosby where you just grew up on the Cosby show and all that shit, and you just did not know, and now you're getting in, you're like, ugh. Versus, well, yeah, this is what Hugh Hefner does. We're accepting that. Right. You got to point that finger at yourself, too, then. Like, all right, well, why did I think Playboy was okay? You know? So it's like we we gotta stop that shit, man. But to go back to hip hop, if this is the image we're painting, where it's like, all right, I gotta have a bad chick with a fat ass, and I gotta be able to pop bottles on her, and she gotta be twerking into my video, and we just keep putting that out there. If I'm a young adolescent mind, and that's my idea of power, because right now hip hop is the pinnacle, then I think that shit is okay. Like, oh, I gotta get a bad chick too. So I see a bad chick on Instagram that fits the mold of this shit, then I'm fucked. So I don't know, man. We just got to clean up our way of thinking, and and then that's that even goes to the next conversation of sex. How we sell, we use sex, we we leverage sex to sell virtually everything. Yeah, we leverage sex to sell music. Mm-hmm. We leverage sex to sell movies, shampoo, movies, everything, shampoo products, and so so sex has become. A currency of sorts. Right. So that's that is what, at least in our culture and in our society, that's what we've learned. Sex can also be is currency. Mm-hmm. We've learned that hey, if I if I can if I can stimulate someone sexually, I can get a lot of followers. Right. If I can stimulate the the part of the brain that says sex, I can get them to buy whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're we're seeing this gross exploitation and misuse of. Of sex as well. The majority of R. Kelly's music. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot, and not even just R. Kelly, but there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of music that talks about sex. And at the same time, we're still all adults, and sex is nature and it's natural. So I wouldn't say that we gotta. I don't know. Sex is sex. Hey, I'm not saying. I, I think it's the abuse and manipulation and intent behind how you're selling the sex. Exactly. And that's when I go to like when you see images of powerful men, and they're naturally surrounded by beautiful women and that shapes that image of power like okay naturally sex and women come with power like we attach that to that which is how we build these monsters we mm-hmm. build the r kelly's and 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 all these people because it's like oh well that's just r kelly he's supposed to have lots of women you know he's supposed to he's supposed to womenize women that comes with r&b you know and it's like nah it doesn't <laughs> so but now we know that now we woke gentlemen being woke yeah. is hard. <laughs> Struggle. It's moral of the story, uh, men, men, be conscious of your your footprint. Mm-hmm. Be conscious of any any and not just men, any social group that is part of a majority or is part of a system in which you are in control of. Be conscious of your footprint. Mm-hmm. White people, be conscious of your footprint. Men, be conscious of your footprint. LGBTQ. What? <laughs> That's not the majority, Fox. <laughs> straight, but yes, straight people, be conscious of your footprint. Everybody, be everybody. Conscious, everybody, just there's boundaries everywhere. <laughs> Let me. I don't, I don't know. I don't like where this. That's is. another episode. <laughs> yeah, that's another episode. But Every, be conscious of your footprint, especially be. Be aware of your privilege. Be conscious of your footprint. Oh, and just think. Oh, what? What? Just Grab the mic, fool. <laughs> so, you know about the uh, big fine hashtag and the gay dude hopping in my DM. Oh, talking yeah. about, hey, Another. Mr. Fox. No, nigga. Hold on. But I had to we'll say that. <laughs> that's, that's next that, episode. That's, that's another episode. <laughs> he was about to start a whole other episode. Uh, yeah, man. But and, and just on top of that, man, to close it up, I'm just going to say think. <clears throat> of every situation you the way you would just as a regular human man like relate these people to the people in your life <laughs> i'm trying not to even look at fox um <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait till y'all hear the rest of that story <laughs> oh shit oh man i can't even be serious hold up Stop all right flexing your muscles man it's all right <laughs> That man got hot. I can't believe. Oh man, y'all gonna hear it though. Y'all gonna hear it. But y'all, y'all get the point, man. Let's let's help people that are sick. Instead of trying to protect them, let's actually help them. Let's um, <clears throat> look at these people as people that are directly around us and how we would treat the situation. Uh, speak up. People stop making it. Not safe. Like, let's create safe environments for people to speak. Let's keep having these conversations. Um, Money is not power. Integrity is. Mm. Mm. Facts. So let's let's keep this in mind, man. But before we close, we do want to let y'all know something real quick. Go ahead, talk to him. Um, as you've heard throughout the episode, my guy uh, Jay Carey and my guy Fox are in the building. We want you guys to get used to these voices because we do have a spinoff of sorts. Would that be the word? Spinoff, mm. and perhaps yeah, yeah, growth, um, ex- extension, pause. 
of the Life is Dope podcast. And y'all will be hearing that very, 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 very soon. I might speak on, on that. Are we just going to leave it right there? Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. We'll have to stay tuned. Uh, we ain't gonna tell. We ain't gonna tell them the logistics behind the scenes. But like, like, and subscribe, and keep listening, and share the Life Is Dope podcast because the numbers is getting up there, man. But check it out. Mm. We got, we got, we got something special coming up, man. Do we drop the name on them, or we just let them see what happens right. in the future? We'll just let them see what we'll happens. See. Just stay so tuned. y'all stay tuned, man. But y'all gonna hear from them a lot. Y'all gonna hear the rest of this story. That got Fox over here pacing, <laughs> <laughs> and breathing all hard. Uh, Space is all hot. Oh man! <clears throat> but, uh, if we said anything to offend you, this episode we did not mean to, but oh well. And uh, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Yeah, give us your send, thoughts. Send some feedback. Yeah, give us your some thoughts. intelligent feedback because I'm I'm blocking niggas all 2019. Saying bullshit. <laughs> if I don't agree, I'm not arguing no more. Just getting you out of here. Listen, <laughs> if you on the side of pedophiles. There's nothing. There's nothing more to say. Yeah, we're not mm. going to agree. There's nothing to argue about. Like, there's no thing yeah. to argue about. Just don't say anything because we're not going to agree. <laughs> and that's where we stand. It's Life is Dope podcast. I'm Graffiti and I'm Davey. Skirt. We out. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue. Followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite. Thirst for yours. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.